Welcome to Table Flippers Podcast, an outreach of Greater Works Christian Church here in Lancaster, California. I am your host, Robert Enos. If you like what you hear, visit us at gwcclancaster.org. That's gwcclancaster.org. Find the Table Flippers link, click on it, and you'll get to our merchandise. Now, get ready for a huge dose of truth and a huge dose of common sense. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, wait, wait, wait. I'm so sorry. I finally have some uh, things that I could play with here. So, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. We're back at uh, Table Flippers Podcast. I am in the studio. It's a trailer out back, but it's a studio <laughs> uh, with my lovely wife and daughter. And we're going to do a little bit of follow-up on the Doug Weiss saga. Let's see, do I have a good thing? No, that wasn't... Uh, anyways, nonetheless, the Doug Weiss saga. We did a, um episode some time ago because Dr. Doug Weiss, the... Um, lead psychologist at Heart to Heart. I believe that's his personal, if you call it ministry anymore, uh, where he counsels people, and especially for marriage and addictions. And then he divorced his wife, but didn't tell anybody, and then was seen dating, which we're going to talk about that in just a minute. And then all of a sudden he announced his divorce. Now here he is working to help people with their marriages, but he's been he was divorced at the time and didn't tell anybody so we did it and it was basically a call to repentance for doug weiss and we're just going to do a little follow-up with what um my my wife and my daughter they both have been following a little bit closer than i have because they were uh in they were invested in this so ladies would you like to introduce yourself and say something here's my lovely wife linda well, you just introduced me. I'm your lovely wife, Linda. Oh, yes. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> That's all you're going to say? Well, you just introduced me. Okay. Shekinah? Well, I'm Shekinah, and um, I'm the favorite daughter, favorite child, in fact, out of the the four of us, and I just think the world should know that. Um, <laughs> wow. And now we're going to another therapy. one. There you go. <laughs> And now we need therapy for the rest of the children. <laughs> so this is for both my wife and my daughter. Okay, knock it off, people. There, they listen. No, really, I'm just here to babysit these two. I gotta mm. make sure they behave themselves. Uh huh. Well, we're a married couple alone in a trailer. What could go wrong? <laughs> Anyways. Don't be gross. <laughs> was it that gross? That is not what I was implying at all. <laughs> I was gonna have your mom wash some dishes. Okay. Right. Is that what they're calling it now? <laughs> I, don't, I don't think anybody wants to hear this. <laughs> Anyways, um, uh, ladies and gentlemen, if you would be happy that we just signed off right now, clap. Oh, knock it off. Okay. Um, anyways, back to the Doug Weiss saga. The Doug Weiss saga. So uh, tell us again, just bring us up to speed about what, you know, what brought us all here today. What, what you know. Right. Let everybody be brought up to speed and let everybody know why we're doing this. We're not just doing this to pick on somebody, but there is a reason. Go ahead. Yeah, well, from my perspective, we originally talked about it when it was pretty fresh. It just happened. I mean, not that it's been an even more than a month, but uh, immediately people started questioning. You, know, you have the side that were congratulating and then the side that was questioning. 
And we still keep going back to the fact that there was no grounds, at least from what anybody is saying, on Doug Weiss or his team saying that there was, they actually said there's no grounds really biblically because there was no infidelity, abuse, or anything like that. They right. just And, and that's apart. something he said. Right? And that's something he said. Right. Now, when they did the announcement on the Joni Lamb show and Table Talk, he never said that there was reasons for divorce. Their expert, quote unquote, um, Jimmy Evans had said, he laid out this whole picture, as we talked about last time, of abandonment and reasons for divorce and biblical grounds for divorce, still not saying it was Doug Weiss. And he said, in my opinion, there is definitely been grounds, like grounds for divorce. Um, but he never proved any biblical point because the biblical standard is adultery. Or if a non-believer wants to, you know, leave a believer. But they're saying that none of, they were both believers and that didn't happen. They just grew apart. So I don't know what Jim, Jimmy Evans was in contradiction to what Doug Weiss himself said about their relationship. Um, unfortunately or fortunately, I don't know if she's just trying to stay out of the limelight, but his wife, Dr. Weiss's ex-wife, has stayed out of the conversation from what anybody can see completely. So we don't know what her story is. Um, there hasn't been a lot of new things other than the fact that there's been um, nothing. I They didn't receive, in my opinion, the reaction that they wanted, which was makes me happy that the church world stood up and said, hey, this is not okay. When you're portraying yourself as a married man and you're giving advice as a counselor and a Christian on how to improve your marriage, saying things like this is what works in my marriage, but not disclosing that you're actually divorced while that's happening is completely a lack of integrity aside from all the other issues. But then there was such backlash. So many people rose up and said, wait a minute, the women that had been helped, the women that had gone through the program, the people that had spent thousands, thousands and thousands of dollars to see the marriage expert all came out and said, what's going on? Basically the things that we talked about the last time. And they received enough backlash that at least the last time I looked, the post had been taken down, the Johnny Lamb table talk from that episode that announced their engagement with Jimmy Evans has been taken off the air. You can't find it anymore. Now, some people have grasped little clips of it, but the episode right off of Daystar isn't there anymore, which tells me a whole lot of people, they didn't think that through. And one of the things that I didn't know initially was that when he made the announcement, he made the announcement a year after the fact, pretty much. It's like, oh, by the way, I was got divorced last year. So that means for a year he was deceiving people. But even then it wasn't, in my opinion, him just deciding to come clean. What's come out since then was there were reports starting in January of 2023 that he was being seen out in public with Johnny Lamb. And rumors were getting started that he was actually having an adulterous affair because most people thought he was married. So by the time he made the announcement, even then that wasn't him coming clean. It was like, oh, I better let people know that I'm divorced because now there's adultery rumors. Mm -hmm. um, and then also, they, obviously, they wanted to announce their engagement. So all of it has been so underhanded and, and like tr kind of like bait and switch. Because ever since the announcement, Dr. Weiss's social media pages and his business pages have gone off the hook with constant posts on Facebook, constant f posts on Instagram. And that was never the case before. If you follow his, his pages, they'd post them once, twice. I don't know, Shekinah, you know better on the social media stuff. But they'd post occasionally. And now it's like a few times a day. It's almost like, hey, hey, look over here. Look over here. Hmm. Look at all this great marriage advice we're giving you. Mm -hmm. That apparently doesn't work. That apparently doesn't work, at least in his case. Shekinah, what's your take? 
No, yeah, um, it is crazy to me. And what I just, what's so frustrating is how he came out with everything. Obviously, we, we talked about that in the last podcast. But since then, he has, I mean, it was obvious. There's there's no way around just the obvious fact that he made the announcement of his divorce and immediately followed up with the announcement of his engagement with this fairy tale Hallmark story. You know, she's putting on display this, you know, fist size diamond necklace that he got her and how it was all god told him to do that and it was just this beautiful fairy tale love story and they really tried to hype up that aspect of it and really turn people's eyes away from the fact that yeah i've been divorced for this last year and i've been lying to my clients but look it i'm over here happily married fairy tale story ha 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 you know and um when clearly that didn't go he didn't get the support that he thought he would um he upset a lot of people. He hurt a lot of people. A lot of, especially the individuals who are starting in the recovery process of their marriages, were extremely let down, um, have fallen backwards. I mean, I, I'm still part of the heart-to-heart community. So to hear just the, the absolute heartbreak um, of these clients, of these people who have sat under him, who have used his materials for their marriages to heal, have used his advice um, for their marriages and their addictions to heal... Um, have just been completely let down by his behavior to just blow across the whole divorce thing and try to just sweep it under the rug. But look at I'm happily married now, or I'm happily engaged. Um, there was a lot of people that were hurt and upset by that, and people made that known. I mean, the fact that he had to take down the post about his divorce, they had to cancel the um, episode that was on the on Daystar. I mean he clearly did not get the response he was hoping for and people made known i am offended i am hurt i am wounded i feel betrayed by my counselor and his response was to go silent yeah his response to that has he's been completely silent on the subject he has not been brought out other than like you said he's trying to hype up his social media post of look at how all this great advice that i'm still giving look at all this great advice don't forget about this amazing message that i'm still trying to put out there his social media has been popping it's yeah. been going crazy yeah for sure to the point where it's almost it's it's gotten annoying to be honest because now all i see is dr weiss's face when i <laughs> um go on to my social media and the fact though that he hasn't addressed the absolute hurt and offense that he has caused so many people just continues to prove that he has fallen into an extreme amount of pride and he's all about recognition and I can't be convinced at this point that he's not marrying Joni Lamb for the fact that she runs Daystar and that he has this opportunity to become more known, to have bigger opportunities outside of um, his counseling center, honestly. And I think he's going to be sorely disappointed to find out that the material he starts to put out after all of this is not being bought, is not being sold, and is not bringing in the investment or recognition he hoped it for. I think he's going to be sorely disappointed. Um, when he realizes that, oh, I really messed up and I really hurt people. Well, to me, it shows there's still a uh, a great deal of brokenness within him because I know he spoke a, a lot in his teachings about how he had all these issues and problems in his past, but he's overcome them and he's, he's now uh, doing much better and everything. But deep down, I don't think he's doing much better. Let me tell you why. Because unfortunately, it's, it's a thing of brokenness. When, when men are broken, it, we are wired to want to fix something. We're also wired to want to be that knight in shining armor. So that when we see a damsel in distress, it's, it's, we want to go to the rescue. 
And that's okay in certain circumstances, certainly. If you're out and about and you see some woman being hassled, real men jump up and protect the woman. Um, but when it comes from a, an emotionally broken area that's not healed yet, that becomes something where many guys will get into these relationships with women that are hurting and broken and they feel deep down like, I'm the knight in shining armor. So he had his wife, uh, I believe her name was Lisa, mm -hmm. and she's been with him. She's been working at the Heart to Heart with him. And from what I understand, from letters that I had gotten after our first podcast on this, she's still working there. Yeah. So there's that shows me that she has a level of strength, all right, that would have possibly caused uh, Doug Weiss to feel like, um, I need to find somebody who I can fix, who I can save, mm. be the knight in shining armor, because apparently she doesn't need that anymore. But in reality, men and ladies, by the way, ladies don't lower yourself to be to need that, and men don't lower yourself to to use that as an excuse to leave a good thing for a broken thing. Now, in a in a way, I'm kind of throwing uh, Johnny Lamb under the bus, but let's face it. Her husband, Marcus Lamb, before he passed away, cheated on her. That hurt her. If it didn't, then there's something really wrong with her. But I know that it hurt her. And then shortly after they get that mess in their life settled, uh, he passes away. I believe it was cancer. So now she's a widow. Um, he got COVID, actually. Oh, it was co Okay. Mm -hmm. None nonetheless. So he passes away. And now she's a widow. A widow to a man um, that was that had cheated on her. I don't know how, if it was a one-time deal or a long-term, but it doesn't matter. She's hurting and she's broken. Now, Dr. Weiss, to the rescue. And, and I agree with you, the other side to that too, it's a win-win for him. He gets to save the girl, feel good about himself for saving the girl from her hurt and pain and get on television at the same time. That is, it, it, it's all birthed out of brokenness, but also such... Um, what do they call that? Narcissism, mm -hmm. self-focused to the to the point that you don't care about anybody else. You will hurt your wife. You'll hurt your kids. You'll hurt your family. You'll hurt everybody in the universe as long as you get what you want. Your clients that trusted you. Yeah, all the clients that trusted him, um, all the people that came and broke it. So, so you have these, uh, and I've had several letters from several saying thank you for this, and they tell me their little bit their story, you know, and I'm just amazed. A lot of these women go there, husbands and wives, and they spend, this is the thing, they pay extra to sit with Dr. Weiss. They pay extra to, to, to sit with him. And so they view Dr. Weiss as this strong, emotionally strong, mentally strong, physically strong, uh, capable man who I, I'm sure that in some way they, they view like, if my husband could be a little bit more like him, I'd be happy. So that's why I'm going to spend the extra money, go to him. And it turns out that he was a fraud. Mm -hmm. it turns out that he just lied to him. And it turns out that at least in some ways, he's still living his life and working in that uh, ministry of trying to help people from a place of brokenness that now leads to other people being broken instead of healed. He wasn't ever healed fully. And now he's, so he could never really fully help other people to be healed he's broken so it's, it's like that old saying hurt people hurt people he never was healed so broken people broken dr weiss is helping now to break people and that's my viewpoint on it from a man's point of view 
Well, and even to the point that there wasn't any... Because he does know that he's got people looking up to him. He does know that he has people that are modeling their relationships after, you know, supposedly what he presented his relationship to look like. Even in the videos that you're watching about just general marriage videos that they did. Um, we did them here at the church. Every video, he portrayed it like, this is a super strong marriage. This is this is how we communicate. We communicate our emotions and our feelings. And we did it all so that our children could learn from us. Like, it's very like painting a picture of this happy family that, yes, we have struggles, but I'm my wife and I are setting an ideal so that my daughters never marry the wrong guy so that my sons, you know, learn to be the right husband. But then when you find out what's happening behind the scenes and even again, this is hearsay because it's behind the scenes kind of stuff. But I've heard much that he was a workaholic, that he was the first one. And if anybody was at Heart to Heart, I've heard this from more than one person that was there. He was known as the guy that was there at the opening and there till the closing. That's not a healthy relationship for anybody. We've been pastoring. We've been you know, I, I kind of handle the marriage counseling here at the church, and I would never tell a man or a woman that they should be the first person in the office and the last person out of the office when they have a family at home, because what happens with their spouse? Like, the fact, yes, as the man, he's supposed to be the provider, but clearly they have a thriving business. He's got, or had, 16-plus counselors on staff. He had people that could run the place. Maybe when you're first starting an enterprise, of course you got to pour your heart and sweat into it. But when 20, 30 years later, you have a family and clearly you're having marital problems and you're still the first person in the office and the last person out of the office, that's usually a workaholic. And you're usually a workaholic because you're not happy at home. Something's not right. But workaholics also very, I hate to say it like this, ladies and gentlemen, but are very self-centered people often because it really is about what motivates them and makes them feel good about themselves yeah he shifted one addiction for another and that's really common Mm -hmm. with addicts if you don't get down to the root of it you can just shift one addiction for another and that sounds like what is what he did was his work his ministry became his new addiction Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and it's really the whole thing is really sad to me because people like this we should be able to look up to to have the answers that we don't have and it seemed like he did but apparently if it, it See, here's the problem, ladies and gentlemen, because a lot of people say, well, well, he helps so many other people. You've got to give him grace. Well, if it doesn't work for himself, if he can't even implement his own advice and make it work in his own marriage, how do we really know it's really worked in anybody else's marriage? There might be some things that truly worked, of course. We know that. But isn't it a little hypocritical? You know that, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to teach you how to not be divorced even though I'm divorced myself. Absolutely. I've, I've always had this... Um, idea if you will a rule of thumb something i live by and if if you want to say learn investments you want to learn how to make a lot of money and learn investments don't go find a homeless person nothing against homeless people but if they knew really what to do with money they wouldn't be homeless if you want to learn how to lose weight don't go find an a, you know an overtly overweight person to help you lose weight because if they really knew what they were doing they would be overweight it's it's just like that you know, I'm a little bit balding on top. Please don't ask me how to regrow hair, because if I knew, I would have done it a long time ago. And it's just kind of a rule of thumb. So if this guy, you know, no matter how many people we think he may have or may not have helped, think about how many people now he's hurting. Okay, same man, and now he's hurting many, many, many people. And so, you know, is anybody perfect? It's not about perfection. But you don't need to be perfect to stay in a marriage and work on it. 
especially when that's what you do for a living. Right. You, you, you know what I mean? And um, I, I worked with a guy many, many years ago, and and he um, he told me one time, he says, oh, yeah, he says, I liked marriage so much, I did it three times. And, um, you know, it caught me off guard. It was funny. It was a joke. But unfortunately, that's no longer a joke with many people. And now it's not a joke with Dr. Weiss. He just jumped out of one marriage and right into another marriage. And and then he's, you know, and then everybody's supposed to just, just climb on board and be okay with it. Well, I'm not okay with it. I'm not okay that he left his, his first wife hurting and broken. I'm not okay that his children, although adults, are now hurting and broken. I'm not okay that now many in the body of Christ and many in our world around us who trusted him, now they're hurting and broken. So no, I don't give him a lot of mercy in this or a lot of grace. No, I'm sorry. This was cold and this was calculated. And um, and actually, I'm quite disgusted by it. Yeah, no, no. and you made a, a very interesting point of, I mean, you kind of just made a light bulb go off in my head of, he knows how to address, because he's, he's a clinical psychologist, um, specifically in the area of marriage and addiction. He knows how to address addiction, but he knows how to give you the tools, the resources, the the groups, the accountability to get over your addiction. I, I'm trying to rack back in my memory because I've read a lot of his material, gone back in a lot of his, I've done a lot of his courses. He never addresses the root issue. He knows how to give you solid points of how to get over addiction. If anyone's fighting addiction, I mean, that's something. He knows how to give you the solid points of how to fight addiction, where to go. I mean, even to the point of hooking up to polygraphs machines to stay accountable but i can't and i'm maybe i might be wrong but how do you move past that stage and i don't think he's ever addressed that and clearly not in his clients lives and certainly in his own life has he ever addressed how to move past that stage because dr weiss brags that him and his staff um take polygraphs to prove that they're you know honest and and they don't there's no infidelity there's nothing going on which i've always appreciated but on one hand, you think about it and you think, did you really need those? Did you ever grow past needing those polygraphs? Did you ever grow past needing to be hooked up to a machine to be held accountable? Are you that much of a narcissist that you need to be hooked up to a machine the rest of your life because you never actually dealt with the root issue? Right. And, and you addressing that just kind of made that light bulb go off of, he knows how to handle addiction, but he doesn't know how to handle the root of the problem because he's never clearly handled the root of the problem in his own life. And that's just kind of blew my mind a little bit to to come to that realization but it's true and again i'm part of the community still um and a really common story among so many women who go through uh, marital issues and, and having husbands who are struggling with any kind of addiction is that they do the work and then maybe five ten years into it hardcore relapse hmm. and that's so common to hear it's so common to hear and not gonna lie just kind of accepted it as fact like that's just that's just the way thing is but it makes sense if he if if your addict in your life including doug weiss never dealt with the root issue then you have to do the work every single day for the rest of your life to stay accountable yeah and that's that's just a horrible life honestly like who wants to be hooked up to a polygraph machine every year who wants to be you know who's that much of a narcissist that you need to be hooked up to a machine to be held accountable that's yeah. Well, and it proves the fact, even that aspect of the narcissist of only looking at what benefits him or look at what, to look at what benefits him or how he feels about the situation, because he never even, even to fake it, most people would come out with some sort of repentance. Like even in the ministry world, whether you believed it or not, 
ministers that have been caught in adultery or infidelity or a divorce. They bare minimum come out of, I'm so sorry for the people that this has hurt. Because you addressed this earlier, like he hasn't even apologized to people. He's just gone on like, everything's just fine. Um, or, you know, look at this happy story. But not once, even not that I want a fake apology or a fake repentance, but not even try to fake it. Like you're so consumed in your delusion that he didn't even attempt to say, I'm sorry for the people that this has hurt, or I'm sorry. He even hid behind his kids saying, oh, you know, we didn't discuss the details because of our children. But quite at first it kind of sounded plausible. Oh yeah, you don't want to mess, because you think of children as like little kids. All of his children are adults. Like, not that you want to purposely hurt your family, but at the expense of all of his clients, he he just used the term, oh, well, we haven't discussed it publicly because of our children. But even at that point, apologize publicly. I'm so sorry for the harm that I've... I'm so sorry for deceiving people that... Right. You know, for li- literally lying... Let's call it what it is. Lying to people, even mm-hmm. in our counseling sessions, who paid thousands of dollars. I'm sorry I didn't tell you earlier that this divorce had taken place. Like, at least make up an excuse for crying out loud. I'm not saying you should. But he didn't... He's so tunnel vision and so prideful, so arrogant that he couldn't even bring himself to give a false apology because it was about him. It's like, who cares who this hurts? I refuse to, I do not apologize. (laughs) I do not apologize. I do not apologize. (laughs) That's what's bothering me as well. I mean, like you said, to just not even come out with anything. I mean, he he went into this going, maybe I can like trick people or convince people that what's going on is a good thing and a happy thing and a Hallmark movie type thing. But when the backlash proved otherwise you would think with any amount of humility whatsoever you would think that he would go oh i've really hurt people i should probably say something no he hid they deleted the episodes Mm -hmm. they deleted the post and he hid and he hasn't come out with any further statements regarding the issue and i don't know you know what what's going on behind the scenes now at this point but i do know that he's hurt a lot of people publicly and he hasn't made a public apology that's what's crazy to me is again like you're not even gonna fake it you're not gonna even you know Right. Well, it, mind it, you, oh, I'm sorry, I mean to cut you off, but mind you, not only did he not apologize, not only did he not fake it, but this is the man who the very core of his teachings is based on sharing three feelings every day. Yeah. Like, you literally That's make... That's the part I hated. The, <laughs> you literally make the core of your message of the one of the ways to get over things or to have a good marriage is to make sure that you're sharing your emotions and you're sharing your feelings. So like, it's not, it shouldn't be a hard thing for him to share his feelings, which isn't, which is even more telling. So clearly he does not feel sorry and he does not care what he's done to other people. Oh, he doesn't. And the fact, like I said, going back to just his, his stance on honesty has always been a big deal. You always stay honest. You never lie to the point of, you know, like I said, the polygraph thing, and even his staff, I know from experience being at the center, his staff tells you where their marriage is at. Um, one of my counselors is a divorced woman, but she will tell you exactly why she got divorced uh, for biblical reasons. She'll tell you how and why she got hired there. Um, and if you're in any way uncomfortable with that, I will recommend you to another counselor who you could feel more comfortable with and who is um, currently married. So. Even his own staff is required and follows the rules of you let your marital status, you let where you're at be known so people know that they can trust you and can come to you. And so his own staff members will let you know right off the bat whether they're married or divorced and and exactly why they got divorced. 
and the fact that he didn't follow suit is absolutely just he's just a hypocrite, hypocrite. he's just a hypocrite yeah. and he can expect it from his staff he can accept uh, expect it from all of his clients and for those who come into his office but he didn't apply it to his own life yeah and there's so many things you know even on a personal thing because one of the things i did appreciate about him when i watched him on the videos was he seemed to come off as a very confident strong you know um man you know someone who was truly masculine because that's been one of my problems with just our world in general but especially in the church we've got too many sissies in the church so i finally said oh finally there's somebody who's not a sissy but now i'm realizing that even in that because a real man a, ma a truly masculine man protects others especially his family his wife first and his children and instead he hurt his wife he hurt all the wives of all the people that have ever gone through his his heart-to-heart um, -heart counseling center he's hurt a lot of people who looked up to him uh, men and women and and he's still continuing to hurt people but a real man a true man would would step out there and and apologize and give a an explanation as to why even if it's just a foolish one like hey i got caught up in my own foolishness and stupidity okay you need to say that on the level because if if, if this just happened between you know behind closed doors between two or three people then you apologize on that level with those two or three people if it happens in a business you apologize within that business but this is now national and international he's very well known in the christian community and the community at large in that uh, you know psychology psychological psychology community he needs to repent on that level and for him to you know just like brush it off and put everything but on on social media and daystar and all that it's ridiculous now you guys said that um when you were watching the johnny lamb show on daystar that uh gentleman by the name of jimmy evans mm -hmm. was up there i'm assuming this is the same jimmy evans let me just make sure uh there's a jimmy evans with marriage today coaches that's him that's more than likely him yeah he's a marriage counselor yeah i, I we're in the see none of this was created in a vacuum and as much as we are frustrated with dr weiss for the decisions that he has made bad decisions what about this jimmy evans dude i mean come on he to sit what? up there and and basically give them a pass on this this is ridiculous and he's following suit with so many of these uh greasy grace preachers who are you know believer because he quoted the scripture if and if the unbeliever wants to get a divorce let them go right Right. And he goes, in this case, you know, a believer can mean so many different things. And abandonment can mean so many different things. It, <laughs> I could apply that to every aspect of my yeah. life and get away with anything if, exactly. that, were my, if my, that were my take. Let me redefine Let words. Let me redefine words. You want me to turn left here? Okay, at what angle do you want me to turn left? I mean, like, yeah. I, I mean honestly, it was, it was so frustrating to hear somebody who is... You know, I, I think he stated that he was a marriage counselor for about 40 years and how he used to be hardcore, no divorce ever. Like it took a lot for him to actually make that decision and, and support couples in that. But then over the years, you just see the hurt and the pain and it's altered and it's shifted. And it's and he's so in other words, counselor. he's a pastor as well. He's a pastor. Right. Oh, so Lord have mercy. So in other words, the longer that he was in marriage counseling, the more he got swayed by the world, the more he got swayed by emotion, the more he got swayed by 
what other people said in their situations as opposed to staying, standing firm on the word of God. And as we discussed in the last podcast, um, Jesus said, God hates, Jesus reminded the Pharisees who were asking him and trying to challenge him on the subject is God hates divorce, but he granted it because of the hardness of your hearts. Mm-hmm. Meaning because you're sinful people, God's given you a way out. God's given your spouse a way out of your your hardness, out of your arrogance. But adultery is what justifies divorce. Right. Plain and simple. The, yeah, that's a pastor and marriage counselor for 40 years, and this is the best advice that he has well and he also made the statement that i guess he's like johnny lamb's big brother and a spiritual covering and that if he didn't think that uh dr weiss was a good fit or was wrong he would have he would have told her no he like basically he gave her consent (laughs) and said i would have chased him away okay so let me get this straight so jimmy evans pastor jimmy evans who's also a marriage counselor is kind of uh johnny lamb's covering all right mentor 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 we'll leave it at that mentor her first husband cheated on her mm-hmm. how was that mentorship how was that covering how was that prayer how was it whatever you want to call it how did that work out for her right so for her to go and listen to him on this one is actually i'm sorry johnny but you're making yourself look very very foolish because you're trusting men that do number one i know they know the word of god but they're certainly not following it Number two, they're both very self-centered because I, you know what? I don't know this, Jimmy. I've never met him before. But if I was a betting man, ladies and gentlemen, and you hear me say this quite often, <laughs> I would put a lot of money on this bet and I'd probably win a lot of money. So this is just my opinion, by the way. This is my opinion. But it sounds to me like Jimmy Evans is the type of pastor that will say almost anything to open a door for him or make him look good to the people that he's speaking before. In this case, Dr. Weiss and Johnny Lamb. He was not going to call him on it, even though he knows the Word of God. He's not going to say, don't do this, even though he knows the Word of God. He's not going to tell him this is not ordained of God, even though he knows the Word of God. He's going to go along with it. Why? Because it's going to open doors. I mean, he's going to be on Daystar. Oh, wait, he was on Daystar when he said that. So he's on television, ladies and gentlemen, and and now he's in with Dr. Weiss. He's still in with Daystar and Johnny Lamb. He's the good guy because he gave them both a cookie and a pat on the back and said, go for it. God doesn't care. He's behind it 100%. Well, the passage that they everybody forgot, I actually saw somebody on some of the additional research I was doing make the point that if either of the two have a right to remarry, it would be Joni Lamb. Like, she, right. her husband, mm-hmm. she had the grounds where her husband cheated on her, so that released her from the marriage. And he's dead, so that released her, right. definitely released her from the marriage. So she actually has biblical grounds to get remarried. And what made me think of it was Shekinah had pointed out the reference where it says it was because of the hardness of their hearts. But that was the reason that even in the New Testament, it's like, okay, if all else fails and you do end up divorced without reason you can't remarry right and that's new testament that's not old testament law it says if you can't make it work i'm paraphrasing but if you can't make it work if it's just somebody's too hard of heart you're like well i can't control what the other person does and you end up divorced he still doesn't have grounds to remarry so maybe his wife if you want to even go to the grounds of his wife wanted the divorce and he had no control over it he's still not off the hook he still biblically doesn't have grounds to get remarried and back to i want to keep reiterating this point is even those of you that would say 
well, she cheated or he cheated or something happened and there was quote unquote grounds. Jimmy Evans said there was grounds, but never said what the grounds were. Doug Weiss himself said there was no biblical grounds. I don't know which one of those two you believe in the same broadcast, by the way. But aside from all of that, what grounds does he have to remarry? None. And Mm -hmm. on top of all of that, if you want to give him a pass on all of that, how do you pass on the fact that he was his integrity as a counselor, like Shekinah was saying, everybody's got to take a lie detector test, that he was actively lying to his clients for at least, I'm sure more, because the divorce was final for a year, and we know that that's a long process. So bare minimum, he was sitting face-to-face looking people eyeball to eyeball, lying to them while holding his staff to a different standard. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you must take this lie detector test so we know that you haven't been fooling around. I have been, but you can't. (laughs) Hypocrisy. Well, he took a lie detector test that supposedly he didn't cheat, but he was lying about the fact that he was married. Right. So he just worked the the lie detector test to ask him the questions that he wanted answered, which was, okay, so maybe I didn't sleep with anybody. Did Did you commit adultery? No. Well, maybe he didn't in that sense, so he would pass that lie detector test. But it's still ridiculous. It's still deception. It's still a lack of integrity. It's still looking at somebody and saying, do this in your marriage because it works for me in my marriage while you're literally divorced. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. And still my heart breaks just again. You know, Jesus called out hypocrisy more than any other sin. I mean, that's if he was going to, if he went head to head at the Pharisees, that's what he called him out for was your hypocrisy. Yeah. To the point of if you were to cause any of my little ones to stumble, it's better for you to have a I don't remember what the term was, but a, pretty much a cylinder. Millstone. Tied, millstone tied around. about 400 pounds. Yeah. It was used for crushing olive oil, wasn't it? Um, wheat. Wheat. But to tie that around your neck and be cast into the ocean, it would be better for you to drown in the ocean with a millstone tied around your neck than to cause one of my little ones to stumble. Oh, yeah. And he wasn't even talking to the sinner. He was talking to the one that influenced the sin on any level. Mm-hmm. And so to have all of these new couples who are entering into recovery for the first time seeking help not knowing what direction to go scared their marriage is ending to be betrayed to be abandoned and to have this man who they trusted completely walk away and lie to them from his own marriage i mean that just breaks my heart because at the end of the day yes can your sin is your sin you are held accountable i'm not excusing anybody who used dr weiss's example as an excuse to stumble in their marriage or relapse or go back to doing what they were, whatever they're doing. That is still a sin that is yours. That is still a sin that you need to deal with in your own heart and that God will, you know, provide consequences for. Um, but the fact that Doug Weiss in any way may have influenced that sin, may have influenced those stumblings, oh my goodness, you know that God's not too happy with that. The fact right. that Jesus, him, Jesus himself said to the Pharisees, it's better for a millstone to be tied around your neck. I mean, that's some pretty hardcore stuff. And and again, I would take this even to uh, Pastor Jimmy Ed- Evans. Yeah. Because uh-huh, he, when he too. was up there on that panel, and he's basically saying, "Go for it, guys. God's got your blessing. You 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 have God's blessing. You have my blessing. Go for it, dudes. You know, millstone time. I'm sorry, Doc, uh, Pastor Jimmy Evans. You. I'm just gonna be blunt and say you screwed up. Mm-hmm. You screwed up big time, and you need to repent. This is just about. Doug Weiss, this is now about you as well because you gave your stamp of approval on national, international television 
and basically told everybody out there that wasn't happy at that moment in their marriage that it's okay to divorce and somehow, someway, God's okay with it because if he's okay with Dr. Weiss, who's in the business of trying to put people's marriages back together and all he had to do is say, oh, I'm not really happy um, she was been kind of cold to me, whatever the issue is, and you gave the stamp of approval for not just the divorce, but the remarry. Mike, what is wrong with you? I mean, I, honestly, what is wrong with you? You need to, Jimmy Evans, I'm telling you right now, two things you need to resign of. First, the marriage counseling, and then your pastorship, because you suck. I'm just telling you, I'm, I told you I was going to be honest. You suck, and you need to resign until you get your head and your heart together. And that's going to take about 24 months of deep repentance and prayer and therapy from somebody who's uh, a little bit stronger than you, and certainly not from Dog Weiss, and get yourself together before you step back into any kind of public life like that and public ministry. Because right now you are hurting more people than you are helping. You think you're helping all these people, you're hurting them because it's all based upon a lie. It's all based upon a lie and your platform is fraud and hypocrisy, not righteousness, not holiness. That's why I say, and I, and I don't apologize. I don't apologize. You suck, dude, get it together. I don't care who you are. I don't care what your credentials are. I don't care what TV program you're on. Never not going to be on my podcast. <laughs> well, and this is, I guess, um, hearsay, but from someone that I know personally that spoke to Dr. Weiss personally, his take on the situation was, I have found peace with this between me and God, and if anybody else has a problem with it, they need to go to God. That's between them and God because I have peace with it. Is That's pretty accurate statement right so mm -hmm. if that's the case though if he has peace with it and the people are on their own he missed that scripture where it talks about the teacher like you were saying not only is there the idea of making a little one stumble with a millstone but there's also a scripture that in the new testament talks to us about if you are a teacher you have a higher accountability yep. that you have to answer mm -hmm. to that you have to answer to the lord for what you did so his mentality and his verbiage of saying you know, I found peace with God, so people are on their own, and they have to, that's between them and God, is complete, complete lies. Like, that's just arrogance and back to narcissism. It's what, well, I'm fine with it, so if you have a problem with it, that's your problem. And anybody that knows me knows that, for the most part, if I'm not doing anything wrong and you have a problem with it, well, then you do have to go talk to Jesus. <laughs> that's between you right. and Jesus. But when he's clearly leading and teaching people and telling them, you know, he's leading them and guiding them, and then completely does the opposite of what he's leading and teaching and guiding. He is responsible. Are the, like Shekinah said, are those people responsible for their sin? Absolutely. Yeah. They are too. You can't go before the Heavenly Father and tell him on the day of judgment, well, my parents raised me in XYZ manner, so this is why I messed up. Or my spouse or my children or my boss treated me bad. It's still, or Doug Weiss led me the wrong way that's still you do have to answer to god for that however for him to discredit that to get himself off the hook by going well that's between them and god and he forgot the part where he is accountable to god and the bible says very clearly that as a teacher you're held to a much oh, yeah. higher standard mm -hmm. stricter so judgment. he absolutely is held to a stricter standard if he if other people fell into sin because of him yes they'll be they have to deal with god themselves but he does too and on a higher level and that's just complete, complete arrogance. 
The man doesn't just bill himself as a counselor. He bills himself as a ministry. He bills himself as somebody that follow a man of God that follows mm-hmm. the Bible. So to so callously say, which does make you question the roots of everything else, like you didn't get to that overnight. Right. So deep down in there, you figured you could, you had a different set of rules that you can do what you want. And Jimmy Evans, same thing. I forgot about the fact that he had pointed that out. Yeah, I used to be really strict this way, and now I've gotten you know more more lenient because people's hurts. Him. Basically, redefining right. those words. And again, what all of them forgot is that okay, maybe there was all of this unsettled stuff in their marriage. He still doesn't have grounds to remarry. Right. Mm-hmm. So like all the way around. No matter how you look. No at matter it. how you look at it, this situation is wrong on so many levels. And I don't want to keep beating a dead horse. And just keep going after the same thing because we're critical or cynical or whatever. But there's so much false teaching out there. And there's so many mm-hmm. people being led astray. And there's so many people compromising the word of God. And this is just so blatant in our society. Is there grace and is there mercy and is there forgiveness? Absolutely. But there also has to be repentance. Yeah. And people seem to forget that part of it. Yeah, that's the part that most Christians forget about and don't like. Yeah. And just going back to the Jimmy Evans thing, you know, um, in all this, you know, like like you said, if we were to look at this from Joni Land's perspective, clearly um, she she didn't enter the, into this with a whole lot of wisdom. But what I can appreciate is that she did go to Jimmy Evans for wisdom. Mm-hmm. She did go to counseling. She did say, "Hey, is this okay? Right? Is this okay that I'm that I'm you know talking with a, a recently divorced man? Is it okay?" Jimmy Evans had the opportunity. Yeah. To counsel her otherwise. Yeah. Jimmy Evans had the opportunity to stop this from happening. Mm-hmm. Yep. And he didn't. And he didn't. And that's what breaks my heart is Joni Lamb is now entering into what I consider to be a, a sinful relationship. But can we really blame her too much? I mean, again, it goes back to you are still held accountable for your own sin, for your own actions. But, I mean, she went into this and she sought wise counsel she Hmm. went into this and she's a divorced woman or not excuse me she is a widow and she and on top of that her husband did commit adultery all the way around she's justified in getting remarried and when she did see a man that was willing to take care of her and be her knight in shining armor she still went to what she believed to be wise counsel and mentorship and say hey is this okay and she was led astray and so i i honestly i feel bad for Joni lamb and all this that she's gotten caught up in all this from her perspective this is supposed to be a joyful experience. This is supposed to be a renewing of her marriage and the experiences she went through with her last husband. This could have been something that's been that was a Hallmark fairy tale moment, but she's doing it with the wrong guy and she's doing it under the wrong leadership and under the yeah. wrong counsel. And that just breaks my heart that she got caught up in this. And I, to me, I see Joni Lamb as um, I hate to say it because I'm not a huge fan of this word, but I see her as a victim in this, and she's getting caught up in something that. That she's just going to get her all over it again oh, yeah. for. Yeah, she's just setting her up, self up for more. Yeah. Hurt. Lovely wife of mine, um, do you have anything that you want to, a final message that you might want to say to uh, specifically to Joni Lamb? Because I think, I think Jimmy Evans and both, if uh, Dr. Doug Weiss, if they listen to this, they're going to get an earful. <laughs> but uh, what would your advice be, or what, is, what do you have for Joni Lamb? Well, I think at this point, I agree with what Shekinah was saying. Yes, ultimately, she has to answer. When we make mistakes, we have to pay the consequences of our mistakes. But at least at this point, she hasn't said, I do, that she would really step back and 
and I honestly I pray for her that she will have a revelation before it's too late because at least on from what I understand if they're actually doing things right she hasn't crossed any lines yet that are not uncrossable we so hope. we hope but again as far as I know so if that's the case she still has an out she still has mm. you know there's still time for her to go oh my gosh to come to herself um, so that would be my thing to her would be, you know, pray, see, not just seek godly counsel, but seek God. Like, I think that's where some of us or most of us get in trouble is we tend to seek counsel where we think we're going to get agreement. Right. And it takes a very honest person to seek counsel where they don't think they're going to get agreement. I know that a, the majority of the people that have actually changed the things that they've done or really desire change in their life are the people that go to someone that's going to counsel them that maybe isn't going to give them great, you know, let me see i won't say great advice they'll give them great advice but advice maybe they don't want to hear i know most of the young ladies that that come and seek counsel or wisdom whatever you want to call it from me the ones that i know are the most sincere are not the ones that got caught doing something dumb or they're in a fight with their husband and they're like oh i better go talk to her but the ones that are preemptive and or will call me oh my gosh i did this or i messed up and they want me to tell them hey you kind of messed up help them point them in the right direction because they know i'm not going to like sugarcoat it so those ones I see change in people that apologize or people that seek counsel just because they got caught uh, rarely are actually repentant. So in her case, kind of bunny trailed there, but in her case that she would seek counsel, not just from her quote unquote friends, because I think sometimes when people are our friends, we're skewed. We want the fairy tale ending for our friends. We want to not say something that's going to hurt to hurt them or like all her little friends that she had on the panel, which I was disappointed in too, because those are supposedly ministers and pastors wives and i don't even know who all they were that were all starstruck too but our really you know our best friend may not be the person to get the advice from that says you're screwing up because your best friend loves you and your best friend wants to be nice to you and your best friend wants to give you a pat on the head and a cookie where what you really need is somebody that's objective that could Mm -hmm. tell you what's really happening Mm -hmm. they could tell you you know what I love you enough to tell you, and maybe that's a better definition of a best friend. I love you enough to tell you that this is wrong. Yeah. Well, we we all need to recognize the. Oh, hey, I need to look, talk in the mic. We all need to recognize the the coaches and cheerleaders in our lives, you know. And that's something that I've been trying to learn for myself. And I, I'm, you know, is that we all have coaches and we all have cheerleaders. You know, having your friends around you and squealing and whatever, fine. But they're definitely not the people you want to go for advice. Right. They're not the kind of people that you want to go for moral standing or moral right. ground. Right. That's what you need coaches for. That's what you need people who are willing to give you that hard fact of, hey, you need to stop. Right. <laughs> yeah. In other words, don't go to Jimmy Evans. Don't go to Jimmy <laughs> Evans. He sounds like he's a cheerleader. I yeah. mean, honestly, there's, there's, yeah. there's cheerleaders and there's coaches. Both play an important role. But the ones who are going to actually move you forward and win the game and mm-hmm. get you to an important place in your life... Um, are the coaches and those right. are the people that uh, you know how many coaches are on a field versus cheerleaders you got a cheerleader team of 20 people and you have what three coaches right. <laughs> you yeah. know uh, you only need a few but as long as they're hardcore as long as they're willing to tell you the truth you definitely need to let yourself be around them and surround yourself with them more than you do the cheerleaders right. yeah. and I would definitely <clears throat> say you know you'd ask me what I would say to Johnny Lamb I would pray that she would continue to pray and seek holy spirit's direction yeah and i pray that she seeks counsel of someone that's going to tell her the truth and that she'll be open to hear but also to the people listening she may never hear this they may never hear this but be praying for them and i'm not talking about i mean guys i know we can do witchcrafty prayers and try to manipulate and control people but i would say 
I would encourage people to pray for her, even for Do- Dr. Weiss and oh, Jimmy yeah. Evans, to yes, pray absolutely. for a spirit of you know repentance, that the Lord would open their eyes, the Holy Spirit would get a hold of them. You know, I'm not saying pray what should happen. I'm just saying praying, Holy Spirit, get a hold of them. Holy Spirit, open their eyes, because they all need it right now. She needs it on one level, but Jimmy Evans and, and uh, Doug Weiss need it on, on an entirely different level. Right, they right, need right. their eyes open to the to needing repentance. She needs her eyes open to the deception and just praying for them because at least, again, at this point, I mean, Doug, Doug Weiss already got divorced. God's going to, you know, he has to deal with whatever he's going to deal with in that way. But as, like I said, as far as I know, she hasn't crossed any lines that can't be uncrossed at this point. Right. And uh, from a man's perspective, uh, Miss Lamb, um, I, I do understand that you've been through some things. You've got the pressure of uh, Daystar Television on your shoulders. You had the heartbreak of, of a, a husband that had cheated on you and then ultimately passed away. And I know that's heartbreaking. It's extremely... And, and my, my heart goes out to you for that. I, I can't even imagine the pain that you would go through that. However, at the same time, that is no excuse for this. I can understand how things can happen, but it's still not an excuse. You, it seems like just what we've seen on that television show, on that, that what was it called? On table Talk. Table Talk. Uh, it seems like you've surrounded your yourself with what we call yes men. People are not going to want to say anything to upset you. And maybe it's for, maybe, I don't know what the reason is, but unfortunately, I'm just going to be honest and blunt, you've surrounded yourself with weak people. Mm-hmm. And I'm sorry, but Doug, Doug Weiss has proven himself to be weak. Jimmy Evans has proven himself to be weak. The ladies on that panel that were up there around that table, all googly-eyed and, and, you know, and giggling and everything, weak. You need to really find some strong people that not only know the Word of God, but are going to hold you accountable to it and, and, and not let up and not just be moved because you're Joni Lamb of Daystar Television. You know, you need some strong people that are just going to tell you the truth and walk you through that truth. And honestly, I'll just be honest with you. Every one of us, I think, in this room, I know this because I know my wife, I know my my daughter here, I'm myself. I think I know myself. Um, there was a point in our life when we when we really wanted to get serious about whether it be serious in our walk with Christ, serious about maybe some business venture, serious about growing a church, whatever that might be. There was certain people around us that weren't a problem when we had lower level thinking or our sights were lower level. But when we started to want to pursue higher things, bigger things, get closer to Christ, whatever it was, there were certain people, friends, people that we considered friends, we'd hang out with, had a lot of fun with, that we realized, well, they we couldn't keep them as close as we otherwise would want to because because they're going to hold us down. <laughs> and um, unfortunately, Miss Lamb, I think you have not, I think, I know you have those types of people around you for whatever reason, for whatever reason. Maybe they just like the idea that they're on television. They don't want to rock the boat. They don't want to make you upset. So don't say anything to hurt her feelings or make her mad because she might kick us off the program. Well, maybe it's time that you just clean house and just kick them off your program anyways. Because that'll really determine if if they are your friends because they truly love you or they just love being on television. But either way, they're weak people that are hurting you and bringing you down. Because if you set your sights on someone like Doug Weiss and you have the approval of someone like Jimmy Evans and you have all the googly-eyed giggles of these friends of yours around a table, 
None of them are worth the salt. And you can do better. You are better than that. You are better than that. And you deserve better. You don't deserve to be in another relationship or situation where you're wondering, is he cheating on me? Is he thinking about leaving me? If I don't make him happy, is he going to divorce me and run off to another woman somewhere else? You don't need that. You deserve better. And I'm just telling you, I'm telling you honest, you deserve better. You do deserve better than Dr. Doug Weiss. You deserve, you deserve better than Jimmy Evans. And you deserve a lot better than these giggly friends of yours around the table. You deserve better. But none of that's going to manifest. The better will not manifest until you find some strong people that can help you get to where you really need to be and where you really want to be. That's my um, two cents well said no she's and it makes a lot of sense she's in the uh, televangelist world she's the she's one of the top people oh she's a hot commodity right now oh my goodness she's a celebrity yeah and she she gets she not only is on tv Mm -hmm. herself she gets people on tv you know Joni lamb in the televangelist world you are famous by association yeah and that's so unfortunate because she has a lot of fans but she doesn't have any friends and just even back to the whole cheerleader analogy, cheerleaders do nothing but make noise mm-hmm. and cause hype, but they remain on the sidelines. Yep. You're not getting anywhere without a teammate. You're not getting anywhere without a coach. Those are the people that you need to be surrounding yourself with, people who are going to push you to go further, people who are going to push you to go farther in your life, and who are actually going to support your smart decisions and not just stand on the sidelines and, well, we're so happy you're getting married to this, you know. <laughs> I mean, we can we can bring it right back there. I'm gonna I'm not gonna bring it back to the whole Doug Weiss and Jimmy Evans thing, but it's just my heart really does go out for her. She is a very very popular and famous woman, mm-hmm. and because of that, she has attracted a lot of attention, and she has a lot of fake friends and a lot of cheerleaders. But she doesn't have anyone in her life who can actually coach her, mentor her, and love her through this in a very real way. And like I said, that just that breaks my heart yeah. because she's she's entering into all of this very naively, and um, I really do pray, and I, I I really do pray on her behalf that she comes to really a realization of this very soon before um, their marriage, which by the way um, has been discussed and openly discussed um, that they were planning for June or July of this year. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're I'm hoping I'm hoping and I'm praying that she comes to the realization and just like you said she doesn't need to marry another man who she's worried about not making happy enough because if he left his first marriage because he wasn't happy enough how do you think that's going to make her feel if he if dr wise has a bad day or he's you know right back to being the first one in the office and last one in the office she doesn't need that she deserves so much better than that she deserves someone who will actually um who will make her feel secure and safe and not not bring in the same kind of insecurities that her last marriage brought. And um, with the way that Doug Weiss left his first marriage, he's going to he's gonna treat it the same way. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he wants to blame his depression on his last wife, because um, I do know that he struggled with depression for several years. If he wants to blame his depression on his last wife, you don't think he's going to blame his depression All on right. his next? And poor Joni Lamb. Poor Joni Lamb to have to get caught up into that. So I really hope that she realizes that. I really hope that she comes to a state of repentance and acceptance in her own heart and doesn't move forward with this because she really is, um, from what I see, she has potential to be an amazing example to other women in the ministry with her position and with the fact that she, um, in a small way, did attempt to seek counsel for this decision. She, she didn't just dive into it from what I see. 
And um, she has a lot of potential. God has a lot of potential to rise her up as an incredible example to other women. Um, but if she goes through with this marriage, she will lose all of that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, we need to uh, wrap this up. I could just, just looked at the little thing here and it's ticking away. Any final thoughts from any of you wonderful ladies? Nope. I think I've said all that I have to say. Wow. It's going to be quiet tonight. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> wow. All right. I get peace and quiet, ladies and gentlemen. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I do thank you for tuning in. And this is one of the things that it may seem like at at least I enjoy this. I like yelling at people, but this is not enjoyable in this sense because of uh, the reality of how many people can get hurt, um, have been hurt. And if something doesn't happen drastically, still will get hurt. And um, these things are... You know, you can call it judgmental or whatever you want to call it. It is what it is, but it needs to happen more and more in the body of Christ because we've gotten too soft, we've gotten too quiet, and we have allowed too much uh, sin and nonsense to go on in the body of Christ without anybody questioning it. Well, I'm going to raise up and flip some tables. Me and Jesus, we're going to flip some tables. <laughs> and now my wife and my daughter is trying to get in on my fun of table <laughs> flipping. So, but it needs to be done, ladies and gentlemen, whether. It, whether it's enjoyable or not, it still needs to be done because uh, we're at that place where God's saying enough's enough. I'm cleaning up my house. You either clean it up down there or I'll come down and clean it up. And ladies and gentlemen, you do not want God leaving the joys of heaven to come down here to clean up our mess that we should be cleaning up. We have the word of God. We know what God wants us to do and what he expects of us. So let's do it. Let's give him what he wants. And then he'll give us what we need. So until next time, ladies and gentlemen, be blessed. Have a fantastic day. Bye. Good evening. (laughs) Thank you for joining us at Table Flippers. I truly appreciate you. You can write me at gwccrobert at gmail.com. That's gwccrobert at gmail.com. Please let me know how I'm doing. Remember to pick up some of our merchandise. You can find the link at gwcclancaster.org. That's gwcclancaster.org. Until next time, be continually blessed.